by Jamie Luce. I am a princess. Yep, you read it right. Does that sound arrogant? Hang on and cut me some slack. I'm not looking for special treatment or have an attitude. I used to not like it when I heard other people say it. But now after some study and thought maybe I should as well you should too. Here is a term you might be more comfortable with. I'm a sister. Both of these terms would be correct and actually carry the exact same weight and value to God for us as children. Why do we call each other brothers and sisters in Christendom? I know it isn't used as much today in most church circles but after my devotional time today I saw its beauty and its weight. I was reading in Hebrews 1. Paul is explaining how Jesus is higher than the angels, his position and theirs. The revelation began to flood in when I read V.13 which says But to which of the angels has he ever said, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool? You see Father God is telling Jesus to take his place at the throne. Then while their Father God will make all his enemies a mere footstool for him to rest his feet. Don't you love that picture? Jesus, with scepter in hand, is just resting his feet on all those who are enemies. It's actually kind of funny and sad. You see if the enemies of God are mere resting places for his feet no less, then why are we so terrified? Hey I'm not just preaching to you. I'm talking to me too. Let's break down why we should not fear and trust our all-powerful God. I am going through our church's first of the year devotional. Today it told the story of how a father was not aware of the fact that his 18-month-old daughter had toddled right into the swimming pool, but her sister did and dove right in after her. The only problem was the sister was only three years old and couldn't swim either which didn't seem to bother her a bit. So with the three-year-old holding on to the coat of the 18-month-old she stretched her arm up to her daddy from under the water confident that he would pull them out. After being pulled out the three-year-old was completely unruffled with no fear. She had absolute confidence in her daddy. He could do anything and would do anything whenever she needed it. Isn't it amazing how we know that our Heavenly Father is master over all and yet we don't exercise this same confidence. He is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think. F. 320 When did we go from understanding real trust in our Father to relying on ourselves and what we know? It is crazy to think I can control anything more than my attitude. However my Father can and will. Abba Father is willing and able to deliver us, lead us and strengthen us every day. In fact He wants to. He's just waiting on us. I think many times we don't grasp the love He has for us. What more could He have done? He died for us, was resurrected and sent His Spirit so that we could all have access to Him anywhere and at any time. He wants to be with us always. Just as He wanted to walk and talk every day with Adam and Eve. That was His plan and design from the beginning. His love toward us is always for us. There is nothing that I can give Him that He doesn't have, except me. So everything He has done was to make sure I could easily get to Him completely forgiven and free to be His. His love is completely giving and selfless. Jesus sacrificed everything laying down his life for this purpose. Most people don't have a hard time understanding and believing that we are God's children. Even those who don't really practice Christianity will say we are all God's children. But greater still is that so is Jesus. Matthew 3:17 says, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. There are many more scriptures that reiterate this fact but you get the picture. So if Jesus is his son and we are God's children then we are in essence the brothers and sisters of Jesus. This can be easier to swallow than what I will say next. Stay with me here because I'm building towards something. 
So we know through the death and resurrection of Jesus that He is now at the right hand of the Father sitting on the throne according to Hebrews 1 3. Romans 8 17 says and since we are His children, we are His heirs. In fact, together with Christ we are heirs of God's glory. Well if we are heirs then there is something to inherit. We inherit His glory. What is His glory? It is all His majesty and anything that pertains to His greatness. What is His greatness? Think about it. He is more than our Father. He's a king. He has a realm, a kingdom and He has a will for that kingdom. A will. Get it? We are heirs to His will. We have a will and testament to tell us everything that is given to us. And in case you missed it that also means that you are not just children but you hold a position in the kingdom. You are princes and princesses to the throne. Every resource that is the king's is yours for the asking. And we know that if you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. John 15 7 Now before we get ahead of ourselves we need to remember that many times a will has gifts and sometimes those gifts come with instructions. So it behooves us to ask him what those are. We know from the verse reference above that we must abide in his words. His will and testament. Read it over and over. Let it settle in you so that you know what it says to you about what is yours and what resources you have available to you and what gifts have been bestowed on you. You see in a kingdom the king has the ultimate authority. Scripture tell us in Matthew 20:18 that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. We must lay hold of this truth and promise. Life will throw at us every kind of trouble and we will be tested on every side. But if we know who we are and whose we are we will remain confident in our Father who happens to be the King to reach down and save us. The key is to trust and know without fear that He is right there ready to take our hand and pull us to safety and without harm. You may be in the fiery furnace today but He is the fourth man in the fire with you and He will remove your bondages and bring you to safety and freedom. Or you may be drowning in circumstance, emotion or worse. I can promise you, based on His will, that He is there to save you. He loves you with an unselfish love and wants you to trust that His will for you is the abundant life. He is a good Father who is worthy of your trust. Then your faith in Him during your trials will be the testimony to those around you fulfilling the very purpose you were called to. You don't have to sweat the details. His Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Psalm 119-105 If you are following the will, He will make sure you are in the right place at the right time. You are a son or daughter of the Most High, a prince or princess to the King. Be blessed this new year. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. 1 John 3 1